Welcome to Sunday Morning Live. That is SML Inside the Pages with Pastor Carl Henderson, presented by Cornerstone Apostolic Church, located at 524 East Pasadena Street in the city of Pomona, California. Today is Sunday, July 25th, 2021. This is your hostess, Sister Maria. We believe the Bible is the word of God. Therefore, we are faithful, we are bold, we are the church. We believe the best way to face opposition is obedience to the word of God. Our, Monday, our Sunday morning worship begins at 8 a.m., Tuesday Bible study, 7 p.m., and Thursday, Acts of the Holy Ghost. If you are looking for a church home, looking for ministry and growth, I want to invite you to join us, grow with us, and allow God to be God. The next voice you will hear after the songs of worship and praise will be our pastor and yours, Pastor Carl Henderson. Join us in praise and worship as we welcome the Word of God.
you're just now tuning in, I, I want you to just, if you would just put your hand on your chest and just, just say, King of glory, uh, fill this place. I want to be with you. You know, that's a personal statement. That's a personal statement. You need to tell that to God for yourself. It's not just a song. But King of glory, I want you to fill this place. I don't want you to fill the cement building and not bless me. Not, not, no, no. I want you to fill this place. Fill this temple. Wherever you are today, if, you, if you're driving down the street, if you're getting ready to go to bed or if you're starting your day, just tell the Lord, fill this place. Fill this place, Lord. Fill this place. I need you to fill this place. Fill it up until it overflows. Fill my cup until it overflows. Fill me up, Lord. Fill me up. Bless your name, Jesus. We want to worship the Lord and, and the beauty of holiness this morning. I don't know what you might be dealing with. Uh, whatever you're going through, know that he is still the king of glory. Know that his word is still sovereign. Bless your name, Jesus. And, and so one, join in with us as we uh, worship the Lord and, and as we usher in to his presence and we go into the word of God. Bless your Lord Jesus. Amen. Let's let them know how we feel about him. It's a very simple song. It's on the monitor. Those that are listening without a monitor.
Pastor Jesus. Let him know how much you care. Let him know how you feel about him. Thank you, Lord. Lord, I'm lost without you. Your word is the very breath that I breathe. Lord, you, you spoke and brought us all into existence, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Lord, it's by your word that we're sustained even at this very moment. Thank you, Jesus. Lord God, you've caused the, your goodness, your word has been spoken across this universe, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Lord Jesus, and you didn't forget about me. You didn't forget about us, Lord God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Lord God, we, we're lost without you, Lord. We can't do nothing without you. Bless you, Lord. You, you are life, Lord God. Thank you, Lord. Lord, and we're, we're saying thank you. We're acknowledging you, Lord God, for your goodness, your grace. We're acknowledging you, Lord, for your mercy, Lord. We're acknowledging you, Lord God. We're giving you the glory and the honor, Lord God. Not anyone else, not anything else, Lord. But we're saying thank you. Thank you, Lord God. Lord Jesus, we're not lost this morning because you're the author and finish of our faith. We're, we're not lost this morning, Lord God, being tossed to and from and in every different direction by the doctrine of men and those that would manipulate us because your word has set us free. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Lord God, we just thank you right now, Savior, and ask that you would bless us as we go forward into this service. Lord God, bless those that are listening. Bless those, Lord God, that are near, those that are on their way to the service, those that are present right now. Lord God, bless those that are, Lord Jesus, that have committed themselves unto you, Lord. And Lord, I pray and ask that you stir up the backslider, Lord. Stir up those that are in the valley of decision. Lord God, uh, bless them, Lord. Lord Jesus, deliver those that are uh, dealing with addictions like you delivered us. Those that are dealing with heartbreaks, Lord God, like you, like you delivered us. Heal, Lord God. Send forth your word, Lord Jesus, which is filled with healing, which is filled with power. Lord God, those that are dealing, Lord God, with Lord, emotional, mental, physical issues, Lord God, you're able to heal. You're able, Lord God, to bring us into a place of contentment. Lord Jesus, we pray and ask these blessings in the name of Jesus. Lord, I pray and I ask that you remember, Lord, remember God's son this morning. Remember a little missionary, Lord God. Remember, Lord God. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, big mama, Lord God, remember, Lord, bless your name, Jesus. Lord God, we'll be careful to give your name the praise, to give you the glory, in Jesus' mighty name, amen. Bless you, Lord God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. You can be seated. We're going to go into the word of God, but I ask you that you would turn that off, that, that light right there. Thank you. Certainly, we thank and praise God for this day. This is the day that the Lord has made. And we can rejoice and be glad in it. Now, if you ever had one of those days 
that you uh, that it just seemed impossible because because you you seemed, you woke up out of bed and when you hit the floor you found yourself in hell's kitchen it was hot it was greasy it was grimy it was hard to deal with but I, i'm telling you that it doesn't dethrone god it doesn't mean that he's not in charge it, it, it just just know that when you find yourself in a bad situation, when you find yourself having a bad hair day and you don't know why, when you find yourself dealing with things and you're trying to wonder where did this come from, just remember this is still the day that the Lord has made. And you can say that with tears in your eyes, you can say it with pain in your foot, you can say it with no matter what you're dealing with. Don't ever stop acknowledging God and who he is. Know that whatever you're dealing with, someone has already been there, done that. You, you, you've heard the saying, been there, done that. Someone has been there. Someone has already experienced it, and they overcame this world, situations, and they say life happens. Uh, they overcame what was happening uh, by the blood of the Lamb and by the testimony. And so you're going to have to remember to call upon the name of Jesus. You're going to have to plead the blood. And you're going to have to testify that God is still good no matter what. Hallelujah. And I, I'm telling you that from my own experience. I, I have no problem with sharing uh, and being transparent. You know, uh, because uh, things, I went to the doctor one day and the doctor told me some stuff that I didn't like. Went home, I was a little upset. Not upset with the doctor, but just upset that they told me. <laughs> and so, and, you know, made some adjustments according to their recommendations and went back again and everything was fine. So there are times that we have to adjust, you know, and, and just acknowledge whatever it is that that is going on. Acknowledge it. You can, it's all right to say that I'm, I'm not happy today. It's all right to say that I'm, I'm, I'm feeling a little stressed. I'm feeling overwhelmed. It's all right. You know, I, I know that in the days of old, they didn't want the saints to, to say stuff like that. You know, they didn't want to acknowledge depression. Saints don't get depressed. Well, they don't. What do they get? You know, um, they didn't want to acknowledge those things. But I, I'm telling you that uh, in order to get healing, to be healed, you have to acknowledge that there is a problem. You have to acknowledge that there is an issue that must be resolved. And so uh, we're going into the word of God. Uh, we're, seeing, we're hearing, we're seeing and believing what God has to say. We're holding on to it and we're being blessed because the Lord said, blessed is he that readeth and that hear, that readeth and keep the, the, the words of this testimony. And that's in Revelation 1 and 3. And so we're going to... Uh, Let's turn our attention to Revelation 2, verse 12 through 17. We're, if, uh, if you have not told anyone, share it with someone. Let someone know that, that there's, a, there's a little man that is teaching. Uh, he's a nobody trying to tell everybody about somebody. Um, and so the book of Revelation unfolds and it is uh, their prophecies that unfolding right 
that have already unfolded right before our eyes and there are yet things that are happening. Uh, and so we're, as we are going through the book of Revelation, ask and solicit your prayers that the Lord will bless each of us. And while, uh, uh, thank you, Jesus, uh, just reminded us something. I'm asking everyone to take the first, the first uh, day of the month, the first day of the month, and to fast on that day. Whatever the first day of the month falls on, fast on that day. Uh, fast. You know, sometimes we, we go through an entire day busy working and different things and, and forget to eat. Uh, but as soon as you tack the word fast onto it, it becomes a difficult uh, task. Oh man, I, I'm fasting. All of a sudden it's difficult. It's just all of a sudden now you really messed up because you put the word fast on it. So I'm asking everyone to, uh, to fast on the first day of the week uh, and just ask God for guidance. Ask him for wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. I don't believe that we can have too much of that. Wisdom, knowledge, and understanding helps us in all areas of our life, including our soul salvation. And, and so I believe that will cover everything that you have need of, financially, emotionally, mentally, physically, uh, as, and spiritually. The Bible said, if a man lack wisdom, let him ask God. And so we want to sacrifice the first day of the week. Matter of fact, somebody let me know when is the first day of August. First day of August. What does it fall on? We want to sac just fast. And fasting means going without food. It's pushing the tank. It's on a Sunday. And so on that Sunday, and whatever the first day of the weekend is asking you to fast, maybe you want to put that in your calendar on your phone, remind you that from, from that 6 a.m., uh, from that 6, I, I, let's put it this way. From midnight, from midnight, uh, zero dark hours on the first, uh, you know, sometimes some of us are up late. And so from that time until uh, 3 o'clock on Sunday, uh, that's the fast time. It come off the fast at 3 o'clock, all right? And that's any first, the first day of the week, the first day of the month, excuse me, the first day of the month, uh, we're fasting, all right? We're fasting. And, and so um, let, let, me, let me ask you this. Is it easier to, to fast on Sunday? Hmm? Amen. All right, we can. Okay, so the first Sunday of the month, fast. The first Sunday of the month, fast. All right, let's all be committed to that. First Sunday of the month, don't jump up and eat no big breakfast. Your Sunday morning breakfast, don't fast. Fast. And so, and so we want to honor the Lord, sacrifice, and present our bodies as living sacrifices, holy and acceptable unto him which is our reasonable service. In the book of Revelation, uh, beginning at the uh, uh, 12th verse of the second chapter, it says, And to the angel of the church of Pergamos, write these things, saith he, which have the sharp sword with two edges. I know thy works, and where thou dwellest, even where Satan's seat is, and thou hold fast my name. And has not denied my faith, 
even in the days wherein Antipas was my faithful martyr, who was slain among you, where Satan dwelleth. But I have a few things against thee, because thou hast them there that hold the doctrine of Baal, who taught Balaam to cast a stumbling block before the children of Israel, to eat things, sacrifice unto idols, and to commit fornication. So hast thou also them that hold the doctrine of the Nicolaitans, which things I hate. Repent, or else I will come unto thee quickly, and will fight against them with the sword of my mouth. He that have an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith to the churches. To him that overcometh will I give to eat of the hidden man, and I will give him a white stone. Uh, some of you that are here been in Bible class, there's a great big white stone um, that is behind me. And the Lord said, I'm going to give a white stone and in the stone, a new name, a new name. Now, I need you to listen to that. I need you to think about that. A new name, which no man knoweth, saying he that receiveth it. Pergamos, or Pergamon, or Pergam, uh, also referred to, uh, or referred by its modern Greek form, Pergamos, was a was considered a rich and powerful Greek city, and, and you know Greek culture and all. It was it was it was a well-to-do place. Uh, today, uh, it's uh, maybe in the province of Izmar. Uh, which is in Turkey. Now, not much is known about this church. Uh, sometimes uh, we want to know all the details. We want to know everything. You know, um, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but, but, um, but you know, uh, sometimes girls will say, uh, girl, tell me what happened. I, 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 tell me, ooh, what happened? You know, now guys have their own way of communicating. Man, what? They act, we act all surprised. And, man, what happened there? You know, we, we have a little different tone to our, our inquiry as far as what happened. And, and then after we find out all that information about what has transpired, uh, nothing we could do about it because it already happened. Now we're walking around with TMI. We got TMI syndrome. Uh, resulting in uh, information overload. You know, somebody's walking around with too much information in, in them right now because they are uh, caught up uh, in the worship of idols. And we talked about those idols on Thursday night. Yeah. And, the, the, and, and to God be the glory. Talked about the how people have become uh, social media, media whores. It just can't live without it. You got to have all the information. Got to see what's the latest, the greatest. You know, like the people in Antioch. Excuse me, Athens. The people in Athens just wanted to hear something brand new. So they follow. Ooh, 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 ooh. So-and-so sent this on Instagram. And they're going to repeat it. Light. Oh, so-and-so sent this on 
uh, Facebook. I, I read this uh, through uh, Twitter and, you know, and on and on. TikTok had this good man. And I, I'm telling you, people ears are, are just itching to hear something new. Yes. Haven't conquered, haven't yet conformed to the things that are of that we need to conform to, but we want something brand new. We need to be careful about that. Too much information. The Bible says uh, to the angel, the pastor, the under shepherd, whichever of you uh, uh, that will stand before God and give an account for, for the fold. Uh, that would usually be the senior pastor. You know, some, some of the churches uh, have pastors. We have the youth pastor. You have the, the pastor of, of music, and you have the pastor of... But there is one pastor that is accountable for the flock. One pastor. God is not writing to all those that have received these different titles uh, that uh, man decided to implement. But... The pastor, the angel of the church, the one that is accountable to give an account for those that are in their care, those that are responsible for the perfecting of the saints until we all come into the statue of the fullness of the man, Christ Jesus. That's who the letter is to. Mighty God. Now, I know the breakdown of the architecture, the structure of different things, and, you know, and how uh, Jethro told uh, Moses, look, you know, this is a great people, and, you know, and, and, and too great for you to handle, and so let's break it up into smaller groups and, and have the smaller groups report to I understand all of that. But there's one that went on the mountaintop that God revealed himself to. It was one that went up. And saw the hinder part of God. Yes, it was one that went up and received the, the commandments and brought them down to everyone else. Yes, now there were some elders that went up part of the way. And they had to wait. Because only one was going up into the presence of God. And so this letter is to that one. That is, oh bless your Lord God. To the angel of the church of Pergamos, write these things, said he, which have the spear, the sharp sword and two edges. The Lord is sending a stern message and symbol of deliverance and or one of death, the two-edged sword. Joshua, Joshua was exposed to this. For well, the Bible said it came to pass when Joshua was by Jericho that he lifted up his eyes and looked and behold there stood a man over against him with his sword drawn in his hand. And Joshua went up, uh, went unto him and said unto him, Art thou for us or for our adversaries? And he said, Nay, but as captain of the host of the Lord, I am now come. And Joshua fell on his face to the earth and did worship. When was the last time you fell on your face in worship? Maybe you went in the closet. 
or pass by the closet and said, well, you know, I'll do it another time. But you felt the presence of the Lord. You felt an unction to stop and pray. You felt an unction to bow your head and to acknowledge his presence. Joshua said that he fell on his face to the earth and did worship and said unto him, what saith my Lord unto his servant? And the captain of the Lord's host said unto Joshua, loose thy shoes from off thy foot. For the place whereon thou standest is holy, and Joshua did so. Make no mistake about it. Uh, the Lord can defend you as a friend or destroy you as an enemy. As pastors, we should never forget whose we are, where we are, and to loose the shoes from off our feet. Leave the past behind. Leave the mess that we've trampled through to get there. Leave it. Take it off. Because it's time, we need to spend time with God. As a people of God, we should remember where we, that we are presenting ourselves every time we uh, come to service. Yes, We're coming to present ourselves and our current state of being. It's important that we remember where we are and who we are and the state of being in, uh, where, in which we exist so that we can prepare, make adjustments, get it right, do things, do what we know we need to do. I was speaking with a, a pastor friend of mine yesterday and, uh, and we were talking and laughing and, and just thinking and, you know, and, and, and just, and, and I had this testimony that I'm doing what I know I should be doing. And it's the same with him. He had the same testimony. It don't make sense to not have, to hear the word of God, know what God wants and desire of us, and not be doing it. The Lord told the church of Pergamum, he said, I know thy works and where thou dwellest, even where Satan's seed is. And thou holdest fast my name and hast not denied my faith. Even in those days wherein Antipas was my faithful martyr, who was slain among you where Satan dwelleth. I know thy works and what you have accomplished, what you plan on doing. I know where and how and, 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 and how you have also become comfortable. Even the place and position Satan has been allowed to obtain. You know, Satan goes to church. He goes to church. Uh, the Bible uh, has been clear about him uh, making his appearance. Yes. The Bible said when the sons of God came together that Satan was there as well. And the Lord asked him, have you considered my servant Job? The sons of God came to present themselves. Satan came as well to present himself. And we see here in the word of God that Satan has been doing this quite often. And here 
the Lord acknowledged and said, uh, even were Satan's seed is, he's been allowed to dwell among you. And pastor, Pastor Pergamos, you haven't done nothing about it. Even the place and position Satan has been allowed to obtain, you haven't done nothing about that. When Satan goes to church, he's not going to praise God. He's not going to lift up the name of Jesus. He's not going to, uh, to, to bless you. Uh, but the Bible says the thief cometh not but to steal and to kill and to destroy. Yes, now, if you know somebody is going into your house to kill, steal, and destroy, you're going to defend it. Yes. You're going to do all that you can. Thank you. Uh, or you're going to call for help. Thank you. Help to get that individual out of there. He didn't come like Jesus that we might have life or, and that more abundantly. Peter made it plain and simple. He said, be sober, be vigilant because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion walketh about seeking whom he may devour. So when Satan goes to church, he's walking about. Seeing whom he may devour. Yes. That's why it's important to usher in the presence of God. Yes. To allow God to be God. Yes. To allow God to, to move. Yes. And to have his way in the service. So that he could, uh, you know, uh, they used to sing a song that said, drive old Satan away. Uh, you don't want the, the devil to be sitting in the service. And when I say that, I'm not talking about that individual that you're thinking of. I'm talking about the spirit of Antichrist. Yes, that spirit that would stop a person from being delivered. Somebody sitting in the service feeling overwhelmed. Somebody in the service feeling, I just, I don't know if I can make it another day. Somebody sitting in the service that might have received some bad news and and now the enemy is uh, using that to manipulate them. Somebody that may have gotten out the will of God and felt convicted, came to service, and the enemy is there fighting against them, saying it's not going to work. You can't overcome this. You need to know that he's just an adversary. He's like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. Now, I know if a wild animal came in here right now, oh, bless you, Lord. It's time to pick up arms. Yes, hallelujah. It's time hallelujah. to do something to ward them off. Hallelujah. Run for Thank cover. You. Thank you. But don't be destroyed. Don't let the enemy destroy you. Bless you, Lord God. Hallelujah. Mighty God. Zachariah said, he showed me Joshua. He had a vision. The high priest standing before the angel of the Lord and Satan standing at his right hand to resist him. And the Lord said unto Satan, the Lord rebuke thee. Even the Lord that have chosen Jerusalem rebuke thee. Uh, it's not this uh, brand plucked out of the fire. Listen, sometimes the preacher is up and the enemy is fighting. Fighting the preacher. It may be a spiritual attack. It may be a physical attack. 
it could be that you sitting down on the service instead of getting with the preacher. Oh, bless you, Lord God. And we have to fight because this is a war of the anointed. Jesus told John, let the pastor of Pergamos know. I understand you know my name and you have not changed the teaching. Even when Antipas was taken and killed because he believed in my word. He was used as a threat against the church. But they did that to Antipas. They killed him. Uh, you know, maybe I, I'm, I'm going to slow down. I'm not going to pray as much. Uh, you know, and uh, I'm not going to go to service like I used because, and, and, you know, I'm not going to get in the word. I'm not going to witness to nobody. I'm not going to listen. Don't let the devil scare you. All right. The Bible said that the fear don't, we shouldn't fear man or nobody. And we should use some common sense. But don't fear, fear God who can uh, destroy both the body and the soul. Antipas, fear God, knowing that God can destroy both the body and the soul. But he was a friend of God. He was faithful unto God. And, uh, and he was used by the enemy as a threat against the church by killing him. But he remained faithful. Uh, he was all in. Uh, you know, do I have some all-in folks this morning? Yes, you. Bless you, Lord God. You know, those that those that are listening, if, if you're all in, you ought to, you know, just comment that, that I'm all in. Just text it over that I'm all in. I'm all into this. Bless you, Lord God. I, I'm in this. Uh-huh. I'm in it. Bless you, Lord God. Uh, that's why we were singing, uh, uh, I'm lost without you. You're the breath. You're my daily breath that I take. Your word is what I need because I'm all in. Bless you, Lord God. I, I know that this blood, can, you know, the life may have been in the blood after they sinned, but before they sinned, the life was in the word of God. Bless your name, Jesus. When God blew breath into the nostrils of Adam, oh my God, he became a living soul. There was no blood in that body. Until after he sinned, mighty God, then he needed a sacrifice, the shedding of blood for remission of sin. Jesus is our sacrifice. Oh, my God, bless your name, Jesus. He said, but I have a few things against thee, because thou hast there them that hold the doctrine of Balaam, who taught Balaam to cast a stumbling block before the children of Israel, to eat things sacrificed unto idols, and to commit fornication. So hast thou also them that hold the doctrine of the Nicolaitans, which thing I hate. Balaam was a prophet in Mesopotamia who was willing to use his God-given gift for money. We see this even today. You know, there are people that are blessed. People, because the Bible said gifts and callings are without repentance. So there are people that are gifted, but they choose to use their gift for other things rather than to the glory of God. So he tried, he, he went about to sell his gift, his prophetic gift to Balak, an uh, enemy of Israel. And when that didn't work, because it didn't work, 
Every time he spoke a word against Israel, it turned into a blessing. Sometimes you think that somebody's coming against you. Oh, they didn't just tell, they didn't just made me upset. They didn't said some stuff against me at work, or maybe it's an associate of someone or somewhere else, and you didn't you didn't got all bent out of shape because they didn't said something, and it turned into a different kind of opportunity. Maybe you got laid off. And you found out later that 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 laying off that that termination of employment became a blessing because you walked out of one door and into another. Maybe uh, maybe what you was driving broke down, and you thought, "Oh man, the devil is working against me." But it turned out for your good because you went on and got that new something that you was looking for. You know, it's all, how do we think of things? The Bible said all things work together for the good of them that what? Love him, that love the Lord, that love the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. And so, uh, uh, Balak, every time he spoke against Israel, uh, something good would happen. It wasn't working. And so he counseled Balak, Balaam counseled Balak on the most effective way to weaken Israel. You need to be careful. Someone preached a message some years ago said that there's a board meeting going on. There's a board meeting about you and how to bring you down. But I'm here today to tell you, don't worry about that. You know, you watch the movies where they have board meetings and, and they, they're trying to figure out how did they know. You know, the Bible, let, let me go here with it because it, because the Bible talks about how the, uh, there was an enemy against Israel and they wanted, and every time they made a plan to go against Israel, God exposed the plan and the king kept trying to figure out there's a spy among us. You know, in the movies, they have bugs in the room, you know, they just snuck in and planted a little bug or something, but uh, somebody told the king there's a prophet among them. And that every time you speak, that prophet is getting a word from God and letting Israel know. And so uh, Balak uh, taught him, taught Balak to seduce, use the Moabite, the Moabite women and the Midianite women to tempt Israel, the Israelites, into sexual relationship and into pagan rituals. The Israelites who participated brought God's judgment upon themselves. God don't want to judge his people like that. He want to deliver. I would that no man would prosper but be in hell, even as his soul prospered. But when we get involved in things, everyone did not get involved, but those that did brought uh, contamination and damnation upon themselves. The Bible said in Israel, bold and Shittim, and the people began to commit whoredom with the daughters of Moab, and, and they called the people unto the sacrifices of their God, and the people did eat and bow down to their gods. And Israel joined himself. The anger of the Lord was kindled against them. That's why the Lord is upset with those that follow after the doctrine of Balaam. The doctrine of the Nicolaitans is a little different. Though they were free-spirited and exposed and worshipped other gods, 
Uh, the name Nicolaitan means to conquer people or people of victory. The last part of the, the Nicolaitan uh, contains the word uh, Latin, which is the word for uh, laity, meaning they were acting free spirit as lords over the people of God. Now Jesus warned the leaders, every leader, every leader should know and understand this, that the people of God do not belong to us. They belong to him. Yes. Uh, you, you're not, uh-huh. Uh, yeah. My, my responsibility is to serve you. Make sure that you're all right. But you're not, you don't belong to me. Matter of fact, all God said, all souls uh, are mine. Yes. And the soul that sinneth, it shall die. Yes. But the soul that don't sinneth is going to live. Thank you. And so my soul belongs to God. Yes. But it has a responsibility to make sure that you're okay. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Bless your name, Jesus. And so we're not to be Lord over the people of God. He warned the leaders. Uh, he said they love the place of honor at banquets and the most important seat in the synagogue. Uh, you know, I'm somebody, you know, that, that I'm somebody mentality. I'm going to sit up high. I'm going to sit, you know, I, I got this high seat. And stuff. I like sitting wherever I like sitting. Uh, what I mean is that I went to a service last Sunday to go and just to be in service. I didn't go to preach. I didn't go to do it. I just wanted to be in the service to let the saints know I was thinking about them. So I drove down to L.A. and sat there. And I sat in the back. I didn't want to go up to the stage and sit there. I just wanted to be in the service. Thank you. Just wanted to be there. That's, I think that's the most important thing. Yeah. Just to be there. Don't need to set up high. You know, don't need to be an obstacle in the way of the pastor and, you know, and, and all of that. But, ju but just to encourage the pastor and the saints is enough. That's, to me, the most important thing. Yeah. But there are those that, uh, when they arrive, they want to be recognized. Want to sit in the seat. Want to sit in the most important seat. They want to be greeted uh, as, as rabbi. No, no, don't just, just call me Brother Henderson. I'm happy with that. Thank you. If you don't even say Brother Henderson, if you just say brother, I'm good with that. I'm happy with that alone. Just the fact that you spoke to me. Just the fact that that we are that we can just talk as two individuals uh, unless there's a necessity to to step it up, unless there's a necessity to, to go a little further. And, and so uh, just just God bless you. Thank you and the Bible says that uh, over in Acts, Acts, he gives a warning and says, take heed therefore unto yourselves and to all the. Uh, to all the flock over which the Holy Ghost have made you overseers to feed the church of God which he has purchased with his own blood so the church belongs to God 1 Peter 5 and 3 says neither as being lords over God's inherit his heritage but be an example to the flock our responsibility is in service is to be an example to the flock Therefore, you shepherds, hear the word of the Lord. Thank you, Lord. As I surely as I live, declare the sovereign Lord, because my flock lack a shepherd. Nah. And so has been plundered and has become food for all the wild 
animals and because my shepherds did not search for the flock but cared for themselves rather than for the flock therefore you shepherds hear the word of the Lord Thank you. Uh, the Lord was upset as you've been following in Ezekiel he gave this warning there that, that you selfish you thinking about yourself instead of being concerned about the people of God same thing with the church of Pergamos. You've allowed Satan to come in. He even got a seat. I know where he's sitting at. So you ought to know where he's sitting at. And you ought to give him his notice that it's time to go. Somebody needs to let the enemy know it's time to go. You need to let him know. Get out. Enough is enough. That we need to, we need to stop what we're doing. And because I'm lining up with the word of God. <laughs> We, we need to cut this out. It seemed fun, uh, but it's not fun to God. And that's who I'm serving. It, it seems right in the eyes of a, a society that, that practiced immorality. But I'm being moral. And I'm holding on to my relationship with God. So you got to go. Yeah. It, it seems okay because, uh, because somebody has promoted it and, and said this is love. But no, no, God is love. And, and we're not making God, so, so we need to let this go. Bless your name, Jesus. We got to let it go. Mighty God. What was that movie said? Get out. We got to get out. Bless you, Lord God. Thank you, Jesus. Save yourself. Mighty God. He told him, said, uh, uh, Pastor, remember the letters to the start out, remember, it's to the pastors. It's to the pastors. Pastors, get it right. Get your house in order. Mighty God. Hallelujah. We can't tell the church and tell everyone else uh, to, to get in order, and the pastor's not in order. All right. Bless you. your Lord God. Hallelujah. Hitting, slipping, dipping, and all the other mess. No. The Bible plainly says that we're supposed to be examples to the foe, to the flock. If the pastor is strong, he's going to make somebody else say, I want to be strong like the pastor. Yes, Mighty God. Thank you. Pastor, how did you get all? Oh, you went through that? But still, I want to be like that. Mighty God. You're going to have your test. You're going to have your own trial. But if I made it, and I'm telling you this morning, I made it to where I am today, so can you. Yes, Thank you, Lord God. Thank you can make it. Yeah, and you will make it. Listen to what I'm saying. Apply what's being said. Mighty God, one day at a time, one moment at a time. You're not living for the next 10 minutes. You're living for where you are right now. Yes, hallelujah. And that's all you have to be concerned about is right now. When you step into the next moment, you'll deal with that. But at, when you get there, but since you're not there and you're in the present, Deal with that right now. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank, Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. The Lord spoke to them and, and said, I, uh, I'm going to come to you quickly, and I'm going to fight against them with the sword of my mouth. He gave them an ultimatum. Pastor Pergamos, I'm giving you an ultimatum. Can you, uh, you can, uh, this ultimatum means that, uh, that, it, it is the death of the relationship if you don't straighten it out. It is a final demand that if, uh, that if you don't meet, uh, this is what you're going to be faced with. Uh, the, the retaliation or the, 
break of the relationship. It is a do or die statement. An ultimatum sounds harsh, but sometimes necessary to get results or force a decision. You get a reprimand on the job uh, as an ultimatum. Maybe there's an argument in a relationship. Uh, and an ultimatum is given or should be for the good. Now, to clarify, uh, an ultimatum begins with a conversation. It begins with a conversation. Uh, let me say it, it begins with a conversation about what is right and then what is wrong and requires immediate attention. Uh, if there's no if there is no communication uh, about the situation and what needs to change, and uh, you know, then then you can't apply that ultimatum because the person could be ignorant. The person, meaning they don't know what is happening. That's us that say, well, they know about no. You don't know that for sure yet. The Bible said every man seems right in his own eyes. So you may be dealing with a situation that a person seems right they think they right when they wrong and, and so therefore there's a conversation that has to occur god is having this conversation right now and telling the pastor pergamos get it right because yeah. you get this is the altar this is it this is it uh, the intention of the of the uh, uh, of that is to bring about restoration God is interested in the restoration. That's why he's telling them, look, get it. He's giving them an opportunity. He goes on to say, he that have an ear, let him hear what the spirit saith unto the churches. To him that overcometh will I give to eat of the hidden manna. There's something mystical, something hidden that you haven't tasted yet. But I'm going to expose it and I'm going to let you have some of it. And I'm going to give you a white stone. And that white stone has a new name in it. And that new name. So God gives you a new a stone with a new name in it. And, and somebody right now thinking that I'm going to run up and I'm going I'm to I'm see my mother. Hey, Dorothy, mama. Well, mama has a new name. And no one knows that new name except the one that received it. I'm not going to be running up into glory talking about uh, 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 sister, sister Diane Jones, mother Diane Jones. She had a new name. And I don't know that name because she's the one that received the white stone with the new name in it. And the Bible said no man knows, say only he that receives it. So in order for you to even get close to your loved one, mighty God. For you to even get close to your loved one that lives saved. Not by your standard of because you love your grandmother, because you love your mom, your dad, you know. Oh, I know they made it in. No, listen, they have to live according to the word of God. Be holy for I'm holy. And, 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 and without holiness, no man shall see the Lord. That's what the Bible says. Hallelujah. I didn't write that. I wouldn't even have thought to written that. God said that, made that statement early on in, in, uh, in, the, in the Old Testament, way back Deuteronomy, I read that. Hmm. And then redeclared it 
in Hebrew, so it's in the New and Old Testament throughout. So you got to make it in. That is the only way you're going to get near your loved one or someone that you knew that was saved. And even then, you're not going to know their name. Only the, in that individual. Now, how, how are you, if you're not saved, you don't have none of the characteristics of a child of God, how are you going to know someone that does? I, I, know, I, I know that today, you know, right now we can walk past somebody and I, I've walked past people and I'm like, man, you saved, I can see it on you. And, you know, and there's, there's difference. There, there's people right now today that are not saved, that walk past them and, and look at them and, and say, I know something, there's something different about you. Uh, they're saying the same thing. But there's a difference when we, when it being in that day, in that day, the Bible said we will know them as they are known. So that means that there is an alignment of characteristics that have lined up with the characteristic of God in order for us to know those individuals that have already preceded us. Only that individual that has that stone will know that name. And unless they identify their name to you, you will not know it. Mm -mm. John, oh, I'm not going to go, I'm not going there. I don't want to go ahead of myself in that. John saw this, and I'm just going to leave it at that. John saw this. Now, if you listening to the message, and I, I'm sorry if you was waiting for me to preach a message about turn it around. And instead of, you know, looking for that message, it said there's a shift. There's a shift. Come, and, you know, just tell your neighbor there's a shift. Punch your neighbor to the side and say there's a shift, and, you know, and, you know, and, and, and pat your neighbor on the high five somebody and tell them that, that he's going to turn it around. Don't you know God is looking for us to shift? Don't you know God is looking for you as an individual to turn it around? Don't you know God is looking for you to, uh-huh, not for you to pat your neighbor and, and all. He's looking for you to shift yourself. That's what the message is to uh, to, to, to the pastor of Pergamos, turn it around, shift, move to a different position, get it right. And what does the Bible say? Heaven re there's rejoicing in the presence of the angel over one sinner that repents. Now, I don't know what that rejoicing is in, in the presence of the angels. Maybe maybe God is high-fiving. Maybe God is, is, is spit. I, I don't know. I just know there's rejoicing. And, you know, we rejoice in different ways. Thank you, Jesus. So what kind of, let's make God rejoice. Yeah. Let's make Thank him you. rejoice. Let's make him rejoice by saying, by repenting. Thank let's you. make him rejoice by, by changing our ways. Uh, the Lord said that in that 16th, repent or else. Let's, let's repent. 
Let's repent. Encourage someone to repent and have a change of heart uh, to go in a different route, to reposition themselves so that God is pleased. Does, does, that sound, does that sound good to anyone? My God, I, I, I pray that, that, that something, something has been said that is that you are blessed, mighty God, mighty God. I, I'm telling you, he is so good. He is so good. He is so wonderful to us, to us. And I'm telling you, you don't want to miss out. You don't want to miss out on, on what else is being said, what else is being taught from Revelation. Remember, it's a blessing. It is a blessing. Revelation is a blessing for all of us. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord God. Honor you, Lord, for your word this morning. Pray and ask that you would bless us, Lord God, to continue the path of righteousness for your name's sake. Oh, Lord God, we just want to honor you, Lord, for your mercy. We honor you, Lord God, for your word, your kindness. Lord, I ask that you would continue to bless your people, Lord God. Lord, as they go forth in their day. Lord God, we will continue to give your name the praise and glory. Lord, bless those that have committed themselves, those that are rededicating their lives unto you, Lord God. Lord God, we thank you, Lord. Bless your Lord Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord God. We just thank you, Lord. Thank you for those that are concerned about the church. Lord God, I ask that you would bless, Lord God. Lord Jesus, uh, those that are being attentive. Lord Jesus said, as they commit, have committed themselves unto you, in the mighty name of Jesus. We'll be careful to give your name the praise and the glory in Jesus' name. If you've not been baptized in Jesus' name for remission of sin, uh, you're going to want that. You know, we wash our clothes, we wash our hands, wash your heart. Baptism is for remission of sin. The Bible said they asked him, what must I do to be saved? And he told them, repent and be baptized, every one of you. In the name of Jesus. Terry for the Holy Ghost. Don't stop tearing. I'm still tearing. Lord, fill me again. Bless you, Lord God. Until then, this is Pastor Carl Henderson, Cornerstone Apostolic Church, 524 East Pasadena Street in the city of Pomona. Hope to see you here. Now I'm here at 524 East Pasadena Street in the city of Pomona. Uh, see you there. Until then, rest in the Lord. Remember the songs featured are respectively the property artists and, and their producers. And God bless you, those that are sending their hellos and sending their, their love. God bless you. Love you right back. Love you even more. Thank you, Jesus. Continue to pray for us as we pray for you. In Jesus' name. Nobody greater. Nobody greater, Lord. Nobody greater than you. Goodbye.
knowing nobody I looked high and low Still couldn't find nobody Nobody greater Nobody greater, Lord Nobody greater than you Nobody greater than our Lord. Nobody greater. Nobody greater. You're not going to find nobody greater. Remember, go to a church of truth and power near you. You can't make it here. Find someplace. Truth and power that's going into the word of God that's going to help you save your soul. That's going to help you go from day to day, walking in the power and the might of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord. Bless your name, Jesus. God bless you, Priya. God bless you. Bless you, Sharice. 